and welcome to the Track Talk podcast. We are back for another episode, another one in quick succession. It's like a bust. They all come at once, our episodes. And I'm joined by the gang, Jay and Charlotte. How are you? I'm great, mate. I'm great. It feels good. Uh, what are we, two in four days? That's what I like Rolling to see. Rolling them out. Rolling them out. Rolling them out. New, new season, new us, same old quality banter. Cannot wait to get into this episode, people. It's a bold statement. That was a really good intro, Jay. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm a little bit upset with Dan. Just before we started recording, he just <laughs> literally violated me about Daniel Ricardo out of nowhere. Um, Sorry, Danny. I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to today's app. I think there'll be some spicy debates. I think there will. I think there will. The main part of the episode will be taken up with us doing a tier list for the tracks in the 2023 Formula One season. We're splitting them into five categories. And we're going to decide what one we all put them into, but we'll get to that in a bit. Before that, we need to talk about Lance Stroll quickly. The man's missing pre-season testing. He, uh, despite his name, went for a bike ride, not a stroll, and injured himself. So um, Felipe Djokovic is uh, filling in on day one, and day two and three are yet to be confirmed. <laughs> is that confirmed, Djokovic? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I thought they might have gone for... Remember last season when I think Riccardi missed it because he got covid and Lando done all, all of the sessions. I thought they might I have done they that. Were do that. But it'd be interesting to see Mr. Drogovic in a Formula One car in a competitive session, even though it's not really competitive. Mm. But you know what I mean? One where there's actual real <laughs> racing drivers on the track. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see how he stacks up. But I don't know. I'm surprised. I thought they would have just gone Alonso, you have all of them. Especially because he's new to the team as well. He's old. He needs to rest his. I was going to say, it could be. Body. A lot of pressure on him physically, maybe. So they may that's why they want that and, you know, get more data from a different driver. Obviously, it's going to be hard to say of how you can, like, pip him against the others because testing, you know, we don't know exactly what each team are looking for in testing. Um, and it's not always representative. So who knows? But I'm just glad it's not Mick Schumacher. My uh, bold prediction could have been off to an absolute flyer. That would have been mad. A prediction that we said was too bold to be a prediction nearly if happened. That came, if that came true, I would honestly call out Charlotte for Max Fixing. Because there's <laughs> no way she could predict that, what, three days ago and it come true. She must have some inside links inside Aston Martin to be able to get that off. Charlotte, Mate, I know Tony. people. I know <laughs> people in high places. You don't know what I'm, you don't know what I'm doing. Scary she's, stuff. She's too big for us, Dan. It's going to be a two-man podcast soon. Um, anyway, onto the track tier list. We're going to split the tracks. Well, no, we're not going to split the tracks. We're going to put the tracks into one of five categories. We've got elite at the top, the tracks that are the best. We've got enjoyable. It's all right. We'll take it or leave it. Charlotte, what's the fourth one? Meh. Her favourite word? Meh. And we got bin it right at the bottom for the tracks that just don't deserve to be there. Start at the very top. Bahrain. What are we saying about the Bahrain circuit? I'm going to go elite. I love Bahrain. I think, especially since it became a night race as well, it is really, really good. Uh, you know, it's produced some banging races over the years. I think 2014, uh, the duel in the desert between Hamilton and Rosberg was so good. Last year was so good. The year before that was so good. I think as a season opener, from a racing perspective, it's a lot better than Melbourne, and the cars look great. I just think it's probably one of the most underrated circuits on the calendar, and I think it is very much deserving of its place. 
probably the best circuit in the Middle East. So Bahrain, right at the top for me. I'm really surprised. I thought you were just going to put it in enjoyable out of all of them because I wanted to say elite and I thought that you boys would have been like, oh my God, why are you putting it so high? Because I absolutely love Bahrain. There's so many overtaking opportunities. You get some really good racing, but also with it under the lights, I think that looks really great for the cars. I just think it's a really good opening, um, like Jay said. So I'm just quite shocked you agree, but I'm putting it in elite as well. Ooh. We're off to a flyer. Guess where I've put it? You Smack haven't. Smack at the top. Three oh. out of three. What? Elite. I think it's so underrated. I love the circuit. It's just, it's got everything. It's got fast corners, slow corners, long straights, short straights, a different layout if we need it. Indeed. You Indeed. name it, it has it. It's great. It's great. Do you know what? This is just something else. I really like the fireworks at the end of the race. As well. <laughs> just yeah, putting no, no one out there. They do a good firework display. Well, Bahrain then is, is pretty comprehen com oh, comprehensively. Yeah. Is that the word? Unanimous. Comprehensively, yeah, we've comprehensively yeah. voted for it. Yeah, I mean, we're, is... one, we're one from one. Let's see if we can make it. <laughs> it's all going to go wrong now. Is it an elite uh, and testing's there as well, which it just makes more sense than having I'm testing in Barcelona. Oh. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of testing being at a track on the calendar. Ooh. If it was down to me, I'd put it in Hodeth. Could have put it in France this year. Oh, Michelle found France, out the yeah. other day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, right, second race of the season Saudi Arabia, the Jeddah Street Circuit What are we saying? Enjoyable I think As a racetrack, and I'm speaking purely as a racetrack It's probably the best circuit to be added Since probably Baku uh, It's got jeopardy It's fast, you can overtake There's been two races there And they've both been absolute bangers uh, and there's always carnage, there's always chaos, you're going to get a safety car. I really, really enjoy it. I really look forward to Saudi Arabia. And I think qualifying is really good there as well. So, enjoyable. Yeah, um, once again, I'm going to have to agree. I am going to put enjoyable. Um, you know, when it first came on the calendar and we had that first Grand Prix, I mean, I think where it was placed on the calendar, especially it being the penultimate race of the 2021 season, a lot was going on and tensions were high between teams and drivers. So it was a lot. And I think last year they made a few improvements, which already we saw a drastic change because in year one of it, there was a lot of crashes that I thought this is too dangerous, like in Formula 2 as well. It just seems almost a bit too high risk for what it needed to be. But then you have those laps, like Max almost completed in 2021, that qualifying lap. That would have been incredible if he was able to have completed the whole thing. But yeah, it is a good track. There's a lot of high jeopardy and you've really got to be on your A game. And I think it really shows the calibre of the driver. So yeah, I'm going to put enjoyable. I completely agree. Look at this. Oh, we are so doing boring. well. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's question marks whether we should be racing there full stop, given there was a literal missile strike. Was it last year or the year before? Yes, last um, year. But ignoring that, the track itself is quite good. It's kind of just a better Monaco, I think. And not in terms of the heritage of Monaco, but in terms of the, purely the racetrack. It's just a better, I, quicker Monaco. I like what Charlotte said as well, that it's a track where a driver can make a difference, which I think yeah. is always useful in modern day Formula 1. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I really like it. I've also put it in enjoyable, so we're on a we're on an absolute roll at the moment. Right, third race of the season, we head to Melbourne, Australia. Albert Park, what are we saying? Oh, this could be a place of contention. It could. It could. I, do you know what? As a season open, it was great, but I think now it's, you know, in that awkward sort of early season slot, I could take it or leave it. Honestly, I could. The track's not bad. You know, I appreciate the fact that they've tried to, they've tried to, sorry, improve it, make it a bit faster, make overtaking better. But it it's, it doesn't fill me with you know great amounts of optimism. I can't remember the last time I saw a good race around Albert Park. I'm sure Dan will bring up a time, but that's one there. 2019, but... if you wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you would. No hesitation. I wasn't going to, but... Really? I don't well, since you asked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bang average, so it's going to get a bang average grading from me. And if it fell off the calendar, I wouldn't be particularly sad so take it or leave it yeah i have to say i'm a little bit torn with this one because i i want to say that it's enjoyable because if i think about because i i don't have a ps4 or xbox or anything like that so i can't play the online game however i played it on my phone and i very much enjoy playing it like that if you know what i mean i think the track's quite nice but as a track to watch as a grand prix <laughs> yeah it's it's nothing too too exciting so i guess i'm gonna put it in the same category as jay and put Ooh. take it or leave it i can't believe it that's where i put it as well oh we God. did not talk about this beforehand by the way this is sheer potluck i think there needs to be a race in australia yeah agreed but the tracks don't a bit remove it from australia no the track's just a bit disappointing like it does have some very good races and it does produce some unusual strategies as we saw with albon last year but it's not great it's not great but it's all right it's not bring meh bring back adelaide so remember that far back when was that stopped 1990 i think Right, so I was I mean, minus It was a long time 13. before we was born. I was minus 13. So I can't remember that. Um, right, next up. I didn't realise this was... What did you give it? Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Do you know what? Something we didn't mention as well. I think Dan and I appreciate I'm not sure if you do, Charlotte. But Saudi and Australia, they do have curbs that curbs. aren't white. Oh. I do appreciate it. Saudi with the green and white, which I like. You know, the flag. Australia with yes. the golden green with the colours there. I do appreciate that. So. I can't believe... Sorry, Jay. No, I was going to say, I, no, I, I appreciate that. and I, it, In my head, it gives them a slightly bumped-up rating. You know, you know, when they're, they're painted as well. It's like painted not just red and white when they've got like yeah. a bit of green or something. Yeah, and when it reflects the sort of the culture or the flag or something to do with the country that the race is in, it just... I don't know. That's just something that I really find underrated in Formula 1. Oh, no, I love that as well. How dare you think I don't like a curb? <laughs> I didn't know you were weird like Dan and I. <laughs> um, I'll just I wait mention... until we get to gravel. I didn't mention with Bahrain. It has gravel as well. Ah! That's another reason I like it so much. Do you remember a couple of years ago when like, they painted the gravel the same colour as the tarmac and Max oh, just yeah. kind of went straight on, not realising <laughs> there was gravel and then got stuck? Well, Australia's got gravel and it has walls. So, Dan, that must be... And a bit of Top grass. tier for you. And grass. It's got everything. Yeah, but it doesn't have really doesn't have much gravel. Uh, but it's got enough. 
It's, it's all right. It's all right. I've had it in take it or leave it. Uh, anyway, I didn't realise this was the fourth race of the season, but Azerbaijan is next, the Baku street circuit. This mm. could divide opinion. It could. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to say elite. I'm gonna this say will it. divide I'm, opinion. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because I think a lot of street tracks nowadays are all becoming very similar. I look at Miami. I'm looking at this Las Vegas. Um, what's the word? track map thing circuit circuit yeah and it's just a load of long straights around like a like it's in cool locations but it's fairly sort of dull baku it's got the long straight but it's got character and you know what i like about tracks when they have character when they have certain defining features that you go you know what yes that thing i associate it with that track if it's the senares in brazil there's maggots and beckett's at silverstone orange at spa baku has the castle section and I think for that alone, that just gives it something unique. And it's a real challenge as well for the drivers because, you know, you've got the, the tight and twisted nature of the castle section, but then you've got a massive braking zone going down to Termont. You can overtake there. There's barriers. There's jeopardy. Um, very rarely do you get a, a boring race. I think there's been like seven or eight races there. And I say at least six of them have been thoroughly enjoyable. So if I was going to put Saudi in enjoyable, I think I have to put... Azerbaijan in elite. Interesting. Um, I I'm I think I'm leaning to enjoyable, but if so, like top of enjoyable and definitely above Saudi. I can't decide if I want to put it in elite or not, because for me they're like, like it's gonna be at the top. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to put it at the top of enjoyable. And it's <clears throat> only because I'd say there's time. I know it's a street circle, but there's times when I find it really frustrating, especially there was that one year qualifying. What was it? I think it was 2021. And there was like mm. 75 red flags. And it just then ruins like the momentum of it all. And I know how difficult it is, but it just then gets frustrating that you can't just keep going with the street circuit, which I know is like, it's a really weird and like pathetic excuse to say you can't like it, but that castle section is incredible. And we've seen so many drivers have issues with it, but it's really, I really love the track and how fast it is on that, you know, in sector three, when you're going up to the start finish line is insane. But yeah, there's something telling me I don't want to put it in elite, but very, very enjoyable. I don't want it to go anywhere. And I'm really excited for the sprint this year. Well, it's an enjoyable then, because that's what you two have said. So no matter what I say, I'm outvoted. I said elite. I said elite. Yeah. Oh, did you say elite? elite? Oh, sorry. Yeah, so sorry. It might not be an enjoyable then. I don't know. I've, this is going to be really unpopular, but I, it doesn't do much for me. Oh, damn. Like, Jay, you said six of the seven or whatever number it is. The races have been great. I'd say most of the races have been crap, but they've just had moments near the end. Like the Verstappen tyre yeah. incident made it made mm. it like a moment. The race before that was awful. And like the first race was awful. Second race, brilliant. Every other race since. I just think it's been pretty average. Third race was brilliant. Just with a decent sort of moment. I don't know. I just feel like I got really bored. Yeah. 2016 it started. That first race was boring. 17, 18 with crackers. 19 was all right. 20 was cancelled. 2021. I think 19 was more than alright for Dan. Yeah. I don't want to talk about 2018. I'm talking about 19. Did Bottas win 19? 
Yeah, yeah, but he had his puncture near the end in 2018. Oh, and then one in yeah. 2019. Um, and then there's 2021, which was, like you said, was pretty mere until that big blowout and then the sprint race was cool. I think last year could have been a wicked race. I was watching it earlier, actually. It could have been a really good race, but obviously the clerk's engine blew up, didn't it? And that's not the remember. circuit's fault. That's Ferrari's fault. So Oh, yeah. Don't I'm, I'm, I'm pushing. <laughs> I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. But then you have the, Look, the casting vote. I'm putting it in enjoyable. I'm putting it in enjoyable. Uh... But I'm not. I'm nearer take it or leave it than elite. Oh. In my opinion. I'm sorry, Jay. Ow. It's war now. It's war. But it is an enjoyable. <laughs> it is an enjoyable. We've disagreed on one. It was bound to happen eventually. Next up, we have the United States, but Miami. Mm. Not Miami. Really? Miami. What the hell? There's oh. no gap between Azerbaijan and Miami, is which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That is a long distance. Uh, oh, Miami. Yeah, man. Do you know what? I would put it in Binit, but because there's only in one race there, <laughs> I can't put it in Binit after one race. I'm going to put it in Met because last year was thoroughly uninspiring. I think as a track, it's, it's all right. It's not bad. That chicane underneath the highway is dreadful. That can go straight away. Um, I like how it's got, you know, some good passing opportunities. Do what I find really annoying as well, right? And you can tell me if you disagree or not. The back straight. It just gains a lane halfway down the straight. Are you, are you, are you like, aware of this? Yeah, I'm trying to get images of it up. It just gets wider, but about... It just doubles in width. On the back straight, halfway down it. Oh, do you know, do you know what? It's, it's the definition of cool location. Let's whack a race in there, um, and we'll just make it work. But it's just, it's just so boring. It's got a fake pond or arena. I was just looking at images <laughs> and I forgot about the boats that they've put in on yeah. tarmac. And this year they're putting the paddock in the stadium. Well, what we do, man? Who cares? Just. <laughs> And do you know what's what's sad, yeah, is that there's so many good tracks out there, but we're gonna go to places like Miami because it's a it's a destination race and it obviously money, money, big money. Big money. Um, but I'm not gonna put it in Binit because after one year it's too harsh. So I'm gonna put it in Meh. But if we do this again in three years' time, I'll bet my house I put it in Binit. I bet my house. Um, I'm gonna put it in meh also i was tempted to say take it or leave it mainly only because like jay said we've only seen one race but last year i wanted to fall asleep i was so bored nothing much was happening but at the same time a couple of things did but not enough if you know what i mean like there was the stuff with like schumacher at the back with vettel when like i think people were struggling on that last chicane was it i don't know which turn it was it was one of the last no turns clue. Um, but depending on the lines people were taking, and I think if I'm honest, it only got semi-interesting last year because people were having mechanical failures. Um, like as a show of America, like, you know, Florida, you know, Miami is a sick place to go. Um, and I think with it being at, um, the NFL Dolphin Stadium, once again, I thought that could be like a really cool feature but we didn't really actually go into the stadium or anything. Like it was just kind of, oh look, they're like, we're there. And <laughs> yeah, I think they focus once again, it's very American. We were focusing on everything but the racing. So like, oh yeah, let's chuck some boats on the side. Like, come on, like it's not Monaco. 
And and if you're gonna do the boat thing, at least let it be near the water. Like, ugh, anyways, I digress. Um, I just I just hope that the racing is a bit better this year. I'm not sure if they've made any improvements, but yeah, I guess we we'll have to give it in a way benefit of the doubt. But I'm happily putting that in meh. Yeah, I agree for exactly the same reasons that you've basically said. It probably would be in Binit, but it's only been a year, so therefore I'm going to put it in there. I think the highlight of the race last year was James was uh, Ted Kravitz going down an up escalator, <laughs> which shows just how poor that the was weekend really was. There was just nothing going on at all. So, yeah, it's in there. It's too gimmicky. It's very corporate-based as well. Like, it doesn't cater to sort of a a long-term F1 fan that's going to races. It's like, you're very rich, come to Miami, which yeah. doesn't thrill me with... Fill me with inspiredness, if that's a word. But, yeah, nah, meh. Right, next up, we have Italy in the Formula One Gran Priamo del Made in Italy e d'Emilia Romagna. <laughs> A.K.A. <Kimmer>. That's the one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a fan of Imola. Um, not in terms of racing, but I think the history is, is magical. And I don't know you, you you cracked it there, Dan. That you know Miami's made for people who aren't really Formula One fans, isn't it? Where Imola is an F1 fans mecca, isn't it? Yeah. You know the history around it, the track. Obviously, you've got the Tifosi in the stands. Um, I think it's definitely my Formula One bucket list. As a track, personally, I could take it or leave it. And I think there are better circuits out there in the world that we could go to. And also, I'm also not too keen on having two races in one country, especially when it's one as small as Italy. <laughs> but the history and everything else around it, I'm going to put it in top of take it or leave it. Because I think I would rather us go to China or Portimao or Turkey. So by that reason, then take it or leave it. At the top of it. Um... I mean, it, just sorry, I laughed when you said, you know, we go to a race then twice in one country. I was thinking, well, don't you worry, we go in America three times. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put it in the low end of enjoyable because I think, like Jay said, the history of it is very strong there. And I think that there has been some really good races in the last couple of years. Um, and at times there isn't the best like overtaking opportunities like I have to say when it was a sprint race last year I was a little bit like uh, why are we here out of all places there's, there's other tracks we could have done it on but I, I I just really like the tracks though I think there's some really really great features and like Jay said the Tifosi and all the history there you it kind of just yeah just ah oh, I just really like it and when it's a wet race it's even more interesting mm. at times because um, of how narrow it is. Isn't that right, Dan, for Bottas? Hey. Um, sorry. <laughs> You're really trying to get me back for that Ricardo thing, aren't you? Hello. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to put Bottas it in... Fault? <laughs> I'm going to put it in low end of enjoyable. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I'm going to put it in... Take it or leave it, I think. I really like the history of Imola. Like, I'm one of those boring people that loves old stuff like in terms of tracks and stuff like that which i'll get to about silverstone um but 
Yeah, it's great, but one of the reasons that it's not so good purely as a track alone is because it's got so much heritage. It wasn't built for these new massive heavyweight cars, so they don't really suit the track very well, mm. I don't and think. There isn't much room, I don't think, around it no. for expansion or changing of the layout. It's literally right next to the river. Obviously, you know, that poses yeah. some kind of issue. <laughs> um, so yeah, I rate the history of it, I rate the track itself, but purely looking at is it good for a race in 2023? I'll put it in take it or leave it. But it's definitely above meh. Purely because it's similar. Monaco. Next. Oh, up. Monaco. This is going to be interesting. Oh, no. Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. Oh. Do you know what? I'm going to put it in enjoyable. Because. I didn't think you would. I. I am a big fan of Monaco staying on the calendar. I would be sad, personally, if Monaco got dropped for something else. Mm. In terms of, obviously, it's not the greatest race track in the world. You know, we just had this whole chat about modern cars, and Monaco is the definition of made for old cars. Because you watch Formula E there, it's one of the best races ever. Formula, Formula E is sick. so good around Monaco, but you watch F1, and it is the definition of a procession. But history... You know, it's been on it's been on the calendar every single season apart from I think two since the start of, of the World Championships. And Saturday is so good there. You know, qualifying day is amazing. Yeah, enjoyable. It would be an elite if it was a bit better, but the races I can't remember the last time I saw a good Monaco race. Even last year it rained and it was still boring. So um, <laughs> enjoyable. But top of enjoyable because I'm a big fan. Um, see, I, I'm going to put it in elite. What? I know. And I'm, if, okay. No, yeah, I am. Um, (laughs) no, no, I am. Um, I kind of am conflicted with myself by saying elite, but this this is because, like Jay said, this has been one of the oldest tracks. And if we do not have this on the calendar to put races in, like Vegas, I'm done. I can't, I can't express how much we need like places like this. Like I'm desperate to go to Monaco, even without the Grand Prix being there, just to be like, look at that hotel, like hairpin. Yeah, I just think the history there. And it's like, in, sorry, I'm not expressing it well. The history there is really, really, really important. And like you say, let's just look at Saturday qualifyings. Like, oh my, like, it is so challenging. And then even though it's not built for modern day Formula One cars, to see them still going at the speed that they do and having the precision that they do on that qualifying day and on that track, I just think it absolutely blows my mind. I mean, I know there's been discussion of trying to make it better for racing, but I still feel like you can't change it. So, yeah, I'm going to put it in Elite just because of the pure, just, yeah, the pure history of it. I can't speak. (laughs) History. (laughs) Pure vibes. (laughs) Vibes. Um, I thought you'd both put it really low. I'm not going to lie. I've put it in Enjoyable myself, so that wins. Um... But, yeah, I mean, I can't really say I love the history of Imola and then disagree with anything about the history of Monaco. Like, I do love the history of it, but again, it's not built for modern-day racing as such. The 
the weekend as a whole is brilliant because like Saturday itself is very good and the most important, if not the most important, one of the most, if not the most important qualifying of the season. But the race is always crap. Like even last year, you know, as you said, it rained, but the FIA were just so safety concerned. It kind of took away much yeah, jeopardy associated with the rain. But it does show that, you know, the driver makes a difference again. And there's a lot of jeopardy, as we saw with Mick, sort of, you know, absolutely thumping the barrier. But I've put it in enjoyable. I also just want to say I really like the pit lane as well because of how narrow and like, like just how narrow it is. It's even that is a challenge in itself. And, and it's a different colour. The floor's a different colour. Yeah, it? like, it's oh, red. there's just there's just so much about it. Like, you can think about the casino section, swimming pool section. Oh, yeah, I just really, I really true. like Monaco. That is true. It there's is so many sections. When a truck has iconic all the names. Yeah. Exactly. Get, give me, you know, Casino Square and Raskas over turn 4 and turn 19 <laughs> any day of the year. Do you know what I mean? So I'm putting it in elite. Charlotte's going to start, start complimenting the Armco soon. I love that barrier. It's fantastic. The way they put up the fences there. Yeah, it's, honestly, the people of Monaco are lovely. Um, no, it's enjoyable. Um, but, you know, orally, if you're Charlotte. Um, where do we go next? Where do we go next? We go to Spain. Oh, God. Barcelona. Barcelona. Bin it, bin it, bin it. Um, do you know what, right? All right. As a track, it isn't even that bad. It probably isn't even the worst on the calendar. But when I think about Spain, I think there's a lot of better destinations. Oh, there's one that sits on my head where I'd rather race in Spain than Barcelona. And that would be Jerez. So for that reason, (laughs) I would rather go to Jerez than Barcelona. (laughs) I would just bin it. Because I'd rather go to Jerez than Barcelona. There you go. I'll say that three times now. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's the way I don't know. I've, I haven't heard of that track. So I'm not very good at tracks, but it's just sounding like it's something in your brain. I mean, te- technically, you say, Ger- <laughs> or I mean, you could say Jerez because it is J E R E Z. All right, Jerez. I'm Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just sounded like it's something in the back of your throat. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I was in debate between Take It or Leave It and Meh because it just kind of... I'm going to... Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to put it in... Um... Ooh, that is a funky track, Jay. Um, I'm... <laughs> that one. He just showed me. Um, I'm going to say Meh for Spain only because I can't really tell you a standout moment at least in the last few years there. Um, I feel like... I feel like I'd feel bad if we got rid of it off the calendar, but yeah, it doesn't set my world on fire. I don't think of standout moments there, so yeah, yeah, meh. Meh, I agree. I've also put it in meh. It'll be interesting to see this season, now they haven't done any form of testing there, Mm. whether that in any way improves it, but that bloody chicane at the last corner, I think they did have permission to get rid of it. I don't know if they're doing that for this year or next year or whatever. If they did, then it's good. But then it just kills I will revive ch- my vote. But... It's all on the chicane. Mm. But no, nah, it's rubbish. It's a rubbish chicane. It's terrible. But I put it in there. It's all right. It, the last year's race was decent. It can produce a good strategy battle. But in terms of pure racing, it's, it's yeah. not great. Which is probably because we did testing there for so long. So cars have so much data about it. But yeah, we move. Canada is next. Elite. 
What? Mm -hmm. What? I love Canada. <laughs> you sound surprised. Canada is amazing. It's, it's, it's hosted the best ever Formula One race. Yeah, but... mm, yeah. I mean, go on. I can't argue uh, with that. I can't argue it, with that. It's point. hosted the best ever Formula One race in 2011. Um, can I ever take there? It rains often. Remember this year? Or last year? The qualifying, Alonso was P2. It can throw up some crazy results. There's these weird badger like things on the track, what are they called? Don't know what they are. Like little brown oh, animals. Oh, groundhogs. Kind of are they groundhogs? groundhogs? Yeah, I think they're groundhogs. They're on oh. the track. The location's beautiful. Um, it's got iconic corners uh, like the last chicane of the Wall of Champions. I love Canada. Honestly, I really missed it during the COVID years. So, top of the pile for me in Elite. Okay, uh, I'm going to put it in enjoyable. Um, I don't have the same passion as Jay for Canada, but I do think it is a good track. I was very happy to see it back on the calendar last year. And I'm looking forward to seeing what this year's race could be. Uh, I really love how, you know, that start finish straight, how fast that is. You got that little mini like chicane bit to be like, way. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I really like it. Nothing really much more to say. I think it's enjoyable. I agree with Charlotte. Yeah, but I think it's enjoyable. It's decent. We've only put one track in Elite, by the way. Only Bahrain is in Elite so far that we've, like, collectively... Oh, like, there. unanimously. Yeah, so not unanimously, up, but, like, if two out of three of us have voted one, I'm putting it in that category just so we can see at the end. And it's only Bahrain that's gone in Elite. Um, but, yeah, it's all right. The Wall of Champions is cool. It has hosted the best ever F1 race. It can get a bit boring. Was it a Canada that... Latifi got lost, or was that a different <laughs> no, track? It was, it was, it was Japan. Japan. Oh, I couldn't remember where it was, and I thought it was Canada for some reason. Um, oh, yeah, it's definitely not elite then. Um, nah, enjoyable. It's, it's, would it's decent. Make, would that make it better if Latifi got lost? Imagine. Um, no, I've got I've got nothing to say about it, really. You know, so if it's raining, it there is jeopardy. Like, the way the drivers get so close to that wall of champions is insane. Um but yeah, no, it's alright. So it's going in enjoyable. Alright, next up, Austria. Austria, Austria, Austria. What are we saying about the Austria. Red Bull Ring? I love it. Elite. Great fans. Good track. Um, it's got lots of elevation change, which I personally am a big fan of. You can overtake there. That turn three, I think it's called Remus, the corner name, is probably the best overtaking spot on the calendar. Not in terms of ease, but in terms of enjoyability to watch it because it's not too long of a straight before where you just see people fly past and in the DRS zone like La Comet Spa it's long enough for people to get past and it's also into a big hill which is always good because then you can get you know who can break later kind of thing and also there's like a DRS zone after it so oh, you can get another switch back of positions that first sector is really enjoyable uh, it's got a few fast corners it's pretty basic in terms of layout but it's simple and effective, so I'm going to whack it in elite, Charlotte. I have to agree. I was going to say, it is a really simple track, if you think about it on paper. Like, it's basically straight, and then you turn right, and then straight, and then you turn right again, and then it's a little bit of a thing, and then you come back round, and then it's straight, and then right, and all that jazz. You get the idea. But there's so much more to it, and as Dan is going to hopefully say, and I might, no, I'm going to say it, there's gravel, and there's always jeopardy. <coughs> oh god, I choked even thinking about it. Um, that is jeopardy. When... It is jeopardy. Is it turn six, or am I lying? When we keep seeing 
um, drivers shove each other off the track? Four. Four. I think it's four. The so one that like Perez last there's... year. Yeah, yeah. Two that's Is not it four? Turn. Three. Yeah, yeah I think four. you mean four. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was coming up to six. There's been beef there as well. But yeah, when you go up to turn four, I think that's always really interesting because the drivers are constantly pushing it to the limit and it seems like some people don't learn from their mistakes, Perez, um, where they say that drivers aren't giving them space. But, you know, like it's just some really hard racing, but because of the gravel, it makes it more exciting. But as well, this is just something sad. As spectators, I really like how elevated the banks are. So I feel like, you know, there are elevation changes. It's maybe not too dramatic, but, you know... If you're looking at the track layout, it just looks like a long straight, but they are going up a hill and all this. Yeah, basically, Lee, it's really great. I thought you were going to be really harsh on it, but... Why? Oh, my God, no. I well, I thought you'd put it in enjoyable. I didn't think you'd put it in elite. I'm absolutely putting it in elite. I said last episode, I love this track. It's great. The hills, the turns, the, the fans. I can't remember a bad race we've had there. It's just an underrated king of an F1 circuit. Short, really short lap, a short underrated king. There you go. Mm. And to be fair, short lap's always enjoyable because yeah, get him if all you're in. qualifying, mm. it's always carnage because there's traffic, and in the race, you get people lapping each other every second, so it adds to it. And the landscape is beautiful, by the way. Mm. It's lovely. In the, in the, I really want to mountains. Race. Oh yeah, maybe one year we will. That's the second race to go in elite in our categories, Ooh. by the way. Woo! Only two. We're keeping it good. We're keeping it good. Next up, we have the one, the only Silverstone, the British Grand Prix. I mean, it's, it's got to be an elite. I'm sure we're going to agree. It's going to be the third race in elite on our list because it is in England and we are all from England. No, also because uh, <laughs> is, the, the history is amazing, of course. Um, the fans are stupendous. I think we've all had the privilege of going to Silverstone, haven't we? Stupendous. So, you know, the, yeah, the atmosphere is great. The corners all have names, which I am thoroughly, thoroughly behind. Even the curbs are different colours than red and white. They're like oh, a black Jay and white. Oh, you know, I, really I don't get why they're black and white, but, you know, still. Eh, why not? And also the corners, they're fast, they're flowing. Um, you know, watching a car go through maggots and beckets is still one of everyone's Oof. greatest sights. And you can overtake, which is quite rare. You can overtake, which is quite rare for a squiggly circuit so um high speed high energy high octane it always seems to deliver a fairly decent race most of the time so yeah elite british biased yeah do you know what i was worried about what jay was gonna say for some reason i thought you'd put it in enjoyable but um oh. i'm very pleased to hear you've put it in elite as i have also and i know what dan will say um this track's got gravel we all know how we feel about gravel on this podcast Bosh. Bash! Um, it's just such a great high-speed circuit, but not only that, like the history behind it, but, you know, like Jay said, they're all such high-speed corners. Like, you've got cops where we saw that very, very interesting, you know, crash between a little Max bit and of a smash. Lewis. A little bit of a smash. Uh, you know, controversial. Um, but, yeah, like, you've got cops and you've got Club Corner and then you've got Maggots and Beckett's and... You know, you've got, oh, I've got... I've got blank. What's the one with the L? Luffield. There we go. Oh, oh, my goodness. There's just so many. It's such an amazing circuit. It's great when it's dry. It's great when it's wet. It's Silverstone, man. 
Um, yeah, no, completely agree. It is awesome. It is one of, if not the best tracks on the calendar. There's gravel, there's corner names. I've got some Silverstone gravel. I stole some last year. Same. I just picked up a handful of it. <laughs> everyone was everyone was there and they were looking for like car parts where all the cars had crashed. <laughs> and I was just like, I've got me gravel. I'm happy now. <laughs> I, actually, I actually got it from Cops, which probably was where I would have found car parts as well. But we move. Um, not going next year. Too expensive. Silverstone. Mm. Low your prices. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is that is a negative. I think we need to stop being so popular and putting the prices up. Let's make racing accessible for all. Or just invite track talk there. And we'll happily go. Yeah. Yes. And we will <laughs> promote the hell out of you on here. Mm. It's interesting then because for a guy who likes gravel so much, there's literally a whole racing series which is done on gravel called Rallying. And I'm never here to talk about rallying. <laughs> Maybe you should start getting into that. It's not a rallying podcast. <laughs> I know, but I, I just I like, can't start talking about rallying. I've known you for a few years now. I've never heard you talk about rallying. Do you actually like rallying? It's all right. Oh, okay. I don't religiously yeah. follow it, but hmm. but it's like I'm it's on... all on gravel. That's that's the hmm. point of gravel in F one is that it adds the jeopardy. Whereas if you're on it anyway, there's no jeopardy because you're already there. Oh, that's a good point. One more question, actually, on Silverstone. What is your guys's favourite Silverstone corner? Oh. Okay, don't don't speak at once. Well, I've got a I've got a couple of different answers. All right, Jay, I'm going around the circuit in my head. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> give us a minute. Oh, uh, what do you think? I'll give mine. Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because it's taking too long, man. Uh, What's yours? Stowe. I don't care. <laughs> I love Stowe. Cool. Oh, are you going to explain <laughs> it? Oh, okay, okay, so, because obviously it's the best overtaking opportunity on the circuit. You will see like some good moves on the outside there. Um, and it's one of those corners where it's fast, but you can still make moves into the different lines for it as well. There you go. You see, I could just yeah. list... Sorry, go on, sure. No, I was going to say, I wouldn't have thought you'd say Stowe out. Okay. I could just list all the corners. I really like them all for different reasons. Cops mm. is deceptively quick as well. Like, they fly around that corner. Uh, it's a tight corner. Obviously, Maggots and Beckets is the obvious answer, just because of how iconic it is. It's Maggots and Beckets. But I'm almost inclined to say Stowe as well, purely from a sentimental reason of the first time I ever went when my mum took me when I was younger. That's where we sat. So yes. I'm almost inclined to say that. That's but the whole thing, thing, everything about it is so good. I love that place. Um, I'm going to say Club. Because... Club. Yeah, man, because, yeah, but I also want to give a shout out to Luffield, because... <laughs> She's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, no, you know when it's the opening lap, right, and they've all gone, you know, lights out, away we go, and they all come around Luffield, it's just so satisfying. It's true. Seeing them mm. all going around that, so that's just my shout out, but club, you get some really good like overtaking possible opportunities from just after um you know the veil straight and then they've got to go around that chicane then off they've got you know they've got to get the momentum up so like depending on how they get traction coming away from that corner i think it's just really sick there, there's bits of every track that you kind of think well it's like you you look at every track and you think of sort of sections that are great and then you've just like and this is the rest of the track like yeah. i could genuinely make a case for any part of silverstone being brilliant maybe not the, the bit loop. between abbey and yeah, the loop. uh where the brdc clubhouse is but i think yeah the loop and then it's called like village and an yeah 
a bit, a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit it's slow. Right. But it's still great. It's brilliant. Honestly, I'm trying our best to get us there, guys. <laughs> I'm trying our best. Come on, <laughs> we love it. Come on, Silverstone. I love no, the I car love park that. as well. I do love <laughs> that place. It's great. The, the fields that you camp in, just top quality, honestly. Um, they're not, nice to be one. fair. They're pretty. Dan, stop. Move bumpy. on. <laughs> but I love it. But I love it. Um, Hungary is next. Mm, tasty. Good, I'm a bit kind mm. of hungry. Uh, I think it's underrated. <laughs> Did you say I'm feeling kind of hungry? I think I just said tasty. I can't remember what I said. Oh, no, sorry. I said I'm hungry. But uh, I felt I said it quiet enough that you didn't hear. <laughs> I, I thought there Charlotte's was a joke got going eagle. on. Eagle-eared. Um, <laughs> do you know what, right? The reason why I love hungry so much is because Formula 1 is a world championship, and world championship racing series means to go to different styles of track. A lot of tracks you see nowadays are all about long straights, hard braking zones. Hungry is a relic of the past. It's tight, it's twisty. Overtaking is difficult. But it always delivers a good race, doesn't it? It does. I think the last few races on Hungary have been brilliant. Ocon win there. Mm-hmm. Um, last year was fairly decent. The 2019, I think, was pretty good as well. 2020 was, wasn't, well, yeah, that was a bit meh. But, you know, it always seems to deliver a good race. It rains as well, which is always good. It does. Um, I like that you can sort of, you know, you've got turn one overtake opportunity and then you come back and then turn two. People can get past each other. You get a good bit of dueling around there. The middle sector is so good to see the cars go through because it's twisty, it's tight, but it's still fairly quick. Um, and I've played it on the F1 games and it's a very, very enjoyable track to try and master. And I think it's definitely got a place in Formula 1. So I'm going to put it at the top of enjoyable. Well, well, Jay, I agree. I was also putting it in the top end of enjoyable. Um, like Jay said, it usually does deliver a really good F1 Grand Prix. Um, there's a lot of elements to it. You know, you've got the straight, you've got obviously that first DRS zone followed by the second one, very in short succession. But um, I just think it's a really enjoyable circuit if we're looking just at the circuit. Uh, obviously, hungry at you know, there was the problem with the fans last year. Um, there was a few issues there, but we won't go into it. Um, but yeah, I really like it. Top end of enjoyable for me. Some good racing there, and it can deliver some very interesting moments, like Hamilton starting on his own. <laughs> that was good. Forgot about that. Um, it's all right. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I feel like I might be underhyping it now. I was almost between enjoyable and take it or leave it. But I mean, it's in enjoyable because you've both said enjoyable, but I don't know. Maybe I'm under high. I, we missed last year's race. I didn't watch last year's race because we were at the Formula E. So maybe I've got recency bias. I just haven't seen it for a while. We was, wasn't we? Yeah. We were, yeah. yeah. We all watched ago. the start, just stood there on a phone <laughs> watching Ooh. the first lap. That was I cute. didn't realise it was that one. No, yeah, are. it was Hungary. Um, I don't know if I've still got PTSD from the bowling Bottas incident, but <laughs> I don't know. It's all right, but... I was almost nearer take it or leave it than I was elite, but it can go and enjoyable. You both put it there, so I can. I'm not going to disagree too strongly with it. Next, we have Spa Francorchamps in Belgium. Oh, it's tough with Spa because Spa, pound for pound, as a racetrack, is the best racetrack on that calendar. I think, in terms of the corners, the topography, um, it's got corner names. You know, Overouge is. Probably the best corner in Formula One. Um, yeah, what's everyone? Puan's amazing, but I cannot remember the last time I saw a good Belgian Grand Prix. It's not been. It's been a while. I think for the history and for the track, I'm going to put it in elite. 
but for the recent races, it's going to go to the bottom of Elite. But I still love it. I would happily go to Belgium. Not when it's raining, though. Yeah, don't go when it's raining. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I, I almost feel conflicted with this one because I absolutely love this track. It's just obviously the last few years, it's just very dangerous. We've had seen a lot of accidents and a lot of incidents, and it absolutely terrifies me. Um, but it is such an iconic track. I think to witness it would be amazing. It's, I mean, obviously, it's got, you know, see them going up through Eau Rouge. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to put it in elite due to, once again, the history of the track. And it has a lot of good elements. You've got that really, really fast section sector two and then you've got a massively break for the final sector and that final chicane so it's sector three actually apologies but yeah it's got a lot of different it ebbs and flows and it's got a lot of different sections uh but yeah the the incidents and there does freak me out what category did you put it in i've put it in elite because i feel like i should okay so it's in elite i don't have a choice in the overall ones but I'm with Where Jay on this one. I don't, I don't know. I'm with Jay in the sense that the, the, the track itself, like Spa, is just iconic and brilliant. But the racing recently has been awful. And we have seen, like, obviously it's where Antoine Hubert died. Lando had a yeah. massive accident, which was a bit, frankly, a miracle that he didn't get more injured. Well, didn't get injured extent, at all, really. it wasn't, it wasn't. In I, th the... I think it looked worse on telly. It, yeah, it, it did looked look worse bad. than it was which is obviously a good thing to say, but then I'm thinking of the W Series crash that was there yeah. last, was it last year? That was a bit scary. Yeah, there's just a lot of incidents that make me think, I don't want to go in anymore, but they have I can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they have made that corner so uh, sofa. <laughs> they have made that corner safer. And um, the sort of, you know, the, the commentary of the, here comes Sebastian Vettel. Like, you know, it, it is iconic. So yeah, I would put it in elite, but, purely for the track, but the top end of enjoyable for the racing, maybe. Really. Mm. Can I just say as well, in terms of this is more of the racing, that DRS lane into Lacombe after a Rouge is far too easy to overtake in. Yeah. It's stupidly... It's also like the, the slipstream there is ridiculously powerful. You add in DRS, which is literally the length of a stupidly long straight anyway. You know, cars... I want to see cars work for overtakes. I don't want to see them, you know, 10 car lengths in front before the braking zone. Yeah. yeah. Although it does have red and yellow curbs. So... <laughs> It's got a bit of gravel. It's got a bit of gravel. Um, well, we should probably speed up. We've still got a lot of tracks to do. Um, Netherlands, Zanvoort. Ooh, meh. Divide opinion. Meh. I think meh. It's got orange and white curbs and gravel done. And it has got the bank corners. But the only reason why Zanvoort's on the calendar because obviously Verstappen is an F1 driver. If he yeah. was from Ghana, it wouldn't be there. There'd probably be a Ghana <laughs> Grand Prix. So, you know... As a racetrack for modern Formula One, it's not suitable, is it? It's it's it's, it's a relic. Um, there's not much they can do to it because I'm pretty sure it's pretty heavily built around. It's right by the sea as well, so they can't really improve it in that sense. It's too narrow. It's too tight. There's no real uh, opportunities to get past people. It's cool to see the cars go around a track like that, but I personally would not miss a grain of sleep if it fell off the calendar so meh for me um mm. yeah i mean i basically agree i do feel like to an extent are we hypocrites for saying this about 
Zanvor, and then not say about Monaco. Uh, I have to say a massive positive for me is the banked corners here. I think it just looks really sick. Obviously, Saturday qualifying is the main feature of this weekend. Um, for racing, it's not great. I was going to put it in take it or leave it. Um, but, yeah, I am going to put it in meh because it is mainly for the Sat mm. Saturday qualifying and um it's just yeah if you're looking for hard racing you ain't gonna get it wow okay um i was gonna put it in take it or leave it but you've both put it in meh so meh it is but no I, i'm sticking with take it or leave it for myself it's all right again it's not built for modern f1 cars the atmosphere there is ridiculously good though like mm. the max fans are <laughs> mental and, you know, when he crosses the line and the whole thing just turns to, like, orange oblivion, providing he wins. Like, it, it is cool, and the banked <laughs> corners are cool, but the actual racing itself is a bit, you know, a bit rubbish. Yeah, it's a bit meh. Yeah. But I would have still put it in, take it or leave it. But I've been outvoted. Um, what's next? Italy. What one? E um, Monza, Monza, Monza's Monza. next. I think that's easily elite. The history... So no, I mean, I've taken it's hard there in a weird way, even though it is purely straight lines just because of the DRS effect, but it's got some iconic corners, Ascari, Parabolica, the chicanes there are iconic, the fans are, I mean, we said about Zandvoort there, but the fans at Monza are probably the best, the Tifosi are so loud, um, and I think that would definitely be my bucket list of places to go, Gasly won there in 2020, oh, I think it's got to be elite. And um, yeah, I'm put it in elite because uh, Danny Ricardo won in 21. <laughs> I wondered how long it'll be before you mentioned that. <laughs> With a McLaren one and two, the only one and two of the season. Let's just put that out there. About the only points um, he scored at McLaren, weren't they? That's apps. I was about to swear, but I can't. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, elite. The history there, the Tifosi. I love the track. I love how fast that straight is. And then you got that tight and twisty chicane, even though there's sausage curbs, which can be a bit stressful at times when we move. Uh, oh, um, it's great for a sprint weekend, I think. Um, yeah, elite for me. Van Burden could buy us one there. <laughs> sprint. I, don't know, I thought that sprint was a bit underwhelming Bottas a couple of years ago. Bottas did an ago. amazing 2021, though. Oh, well, now I feel bad about slagging off Ricardo. now you've just hyped up Bottas. He did! He came from he did, back to the he grid did. and he got pole. He won the sprint race and then went from last to third. Like, that is quite the weekend. And then got well. dropped. Oh, fuck. Oh, there it is, I'm not glad that I made the Ricardo comment. I'm no. joking, I'm joking. No, he had oh, such a sick weekend. I rated him. And that was when he was dropped by Mercedes, weren't it? Yeah, it was. So was it was like, after. It was the first race yeah. after, I think. And it's just like... Oh, was that the right decision, guys? And then he remembered how to drive. Um, no, I love him. I love him. Um, yeah. No, I agree that it's an elite. I, I was... I wouldn't say it's at the top end of elite. No. Like no the no. history and heritage are very good, but I haven't judged Monaco on that, so I don't know if I can judge Monaco on that. Like the racing's decent. It's not fantastic. But it does have the potential in it to have an absolute classic. So Agreed. I can agree with Elite, but if you'd both put it in enjoyable, I would have backed that as well. Hmm. <laughs> right. Jay. Singapore. You know what, right? If I'm gonna think Surely not. If I'm gonna think my logical head on, I have to put it in enjoyable. Okay. I would love to put it in Elite, but you know, it isn't the best for racing. I just think 
as an event, it is spectacular. And I know some other places have kind of stolen its thunder, but you know, back in the day, it was the first ever street race at night. It was the first ever night race in general, but you know, yeah. street around the streets of Sil- uh, sort of Silverstone or Singapore, <laughs> it it looks absolutely beautiful around the marina. The skyscrapers in the background, the cars look ridiculously beautiful. The highways going over it, and you've got like people going back their day. I think <laughs> as a challenge in terms of a track, it's really good. You know, there's the barriers there. There's really tight and twisty bits, which are a big headache for the drivers. Um, the heat, the humidity, the temperature, they're probably all the same thing, but, you know, that adds into the to the kind of difficulty of driving it. And I think it's Monaco, but better, because you can overtake there. It's difficult, but you can, and the strategy is always good around there. So I'm going to put it in enjoyable. I know you're going to disagree with me, but that's my that's my case. Um. So, I mean, I unfortunately missed the Grand Prix last year. I was, I was away and I tried to watch it, um, but I was, I think I, <laughs> that's really bad. I fell asleep, but that's not because of the race. Um, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to put it in the low end of enjoyable because it is like the most physically demanding track for the drivers. And I think because of that, and it is, a street circuit it does like add to the gravitas of it all um and i yeah it's just it's somewhere different compared to all the european tracks and other like street circuits that we kind of have like to see i don't know what that building is but it looks like a giant boat on the top of like three skyscrapers marina bay sands yeah like just Sorry, that in the background insane um <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to put it in low end of enjoyable. I was also going to put in... it. No, mm, that oh. wasn't English. I was also going to put it in enjoyable, to be fair. Mainly just because I, I didn't want to break Jay's heart. Like I don't know Thanks, if it's man. still carried slightly by the 2017 smash at the start and if that still lives rent-free was, in my head. That race wasn't even that good. No, it wasn't. After, after the first lap, it was just how it just drove away. There was no one left to make yeah. it a race, really. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all right. Maybe, maybe I'm nearer take it or leave it than I am enjoyable. Um, Quality's good, but it, it's not bad by any means. Quality is good. Quality is, and it is the OG night race. Lives rent exactly. free in my head to this yeah, day. 2018 was that? Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. That. Was- I would still say is the best quality lap of all time. Max's Saudi Arabia lap would have been up there if he hadn't have crashed. But he Probably did. Best in my lifetime. I think the Senna Monaco yeah, yeah. one in is my like lifetime. the iconic. Yeah, the that is, that's true. Um, that's not in my lifetime, though. Japan, no, Suzuka. No, Chase. Yeah, or none of us. Was it in Japan. your show? No. <laughs> so you said that like it was. Like it was. Japan. I remember the year. <laughs> So Charlotte still remembers um, Giuseppe Farina in 1950. Oh, what a lad. What a guy. Brutal. Um, Brutal. No. Singapore, wait, what's next? Japan. 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 Sing- similar to Spa in the sense that it is a ridiculously good track. You know, drivers love it. That first sector is amazing. Spoon Curve, 130R, Casio Triangle, iconic corner names. I can't remember the last time I saw a good Japanese Grand Prix. Dan will say 2019. <laughs> I mean, that was a terrible. I went to over my mouth to say. <laughs> yeah, the race it, was crap, but Bottas yeah. was good. Purely objectively, like last year was so bad. I know the delay didn't help it, but after that, it was dull. The fans are great, though. 
I'm going to put in Elite, only because I put Spa in Elite, and I think they're kind of similar in terms of their output. Just slagged it off for a minute and then gone, but it's Elite. It's Elite, it's Elite. F1's probably letting it down rather than it letting F1 down. Okay, um, yeah. I'm going to put it in Take It or Leave It. Oh, oh my God. Ouch. Close um, the front door. <laughs> Basically, the negative reasons that Jay said is how I was feeling. Um, it's it's just not really providing much of a race. But, you know, the positives, the drivers love it. It is a challenging circuit, you know, when you've got that, you know, the chicanes. But <laughs> That narrows it down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> sector one. Um, yeah, it just doesn't really set my world on fire. But I feel like we should go there. But, you, you know... Whatever. I'm going to put it in take it or leave it. Spice oh things up. Oh, my Lord. Uh, this is the first one that we've mm. like got three different answers for because every other one we've had at least two of the same one. I was going to put it in enjoyable in the sense that it's all right. <laughs> like it's The track Stan itself, said, I think, is right. iconic. Every track apart from like Silverstone, I swear. And Bahrain. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me have Silverstone. It's got iconic corners. It's got like 130R. It's got curves. It's got gravel. But it's not, yeah, as you said, there hasn't been a, a, a good Japanese Grand Prix for quite a while. Um, but I don't no, know. I, I, I don't know. Where, where are we putting it? We, I need I like a, a, a It's category, got to go in the middle, but... isn't it? It's well, got yeah, to go in the enjoyable. middle. It's got to go because... in the middle. No, I'm going to put it in Take It or Leave It. I've changed my mind. Oh. I've, changed my, I've changed my mind. It's Gosh, just, I think what if it dropped state. off the calendar, I wouldn't miss it. Really? I don't, I've missed the fact that there's not oh a Grand Prix in Japan, Lord. but that track itself, I don't know if I'd miss. Where, where would you put? Where would you put to replace Japan? What? Somewhere in Japan or just another track? No, no, just anywhere in the world. Oh. Do you know what? I'd love to see India back. Uh, do you know I'd what? I'd love to see India or Malaysia. That's not, that's not, do you know what? That's not a bad Ooh. take, then. Fair enough. Fair enough. That was a good answer. I've saved it. <laughs> 90 plus 6 equaliser there um, <laughs> Qatar is next Been it Even though I, I think I was saying to you guys I actually want to go to the Qatar Grand Prix this year You were um, saying that <laughs> Yeah you did I was saying that wasn't I uh, No yeah. it does it's, it's a motor track A motor track? It is a motor track It's a motor, yeah, a motor bike GP. track It's a motor GP track That's what I'm trying to say um, It's not made for Formula 1 You can literally tell by the layout It's made for bikes Not cars I thought they were going to put A, a street track in Doha which I, I was that. a bit excited yeah, to see. They did, they did talk about that, didn't they? They did. It was definitely mentioned. LaSalle. And I remember, I mean, obviously, it's only one race, and I said Miami one race, but I feel like Miami, like, it's designed for cars. If it's designed for bikes, then straight off the bat, how can I give it anything more than a Bennett? So, Bennett. Although, if I'm there and it's really good, then I'll upgrade it. <laughs> thing is, if you're there, it's irrelevant, really, isn't it? How good the race is. <laughs> Um, I'm going to just put it in meh because, I mean, it, I mean, we had one Grand Prix there, so I'm just going to see if this year's going to be any better. And I have to say, at least on the straight, you saw a few overtakings. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... overtakings? Well, you know, you see over... I don't know. You see... You, I don't know. Overtakes. I can't... What's, that's it. I can't get the word out. Overtakings. Oh, blank. Yeah, you see overtakes. Um... Yeah, I mean, the the country's problematic. Uh, I know we can't base it off that if we're just looking at tracks, but like Jay said, it's um, MotoGP. It's not built for Formula 1. But it's it's a, it's a meh. Meh from me. 
I've also put it in bin it purely because if it went, I would not miss it at all. It had a few similarities to Bahrain when I saw it, and I was like, yeah. this could be all right, and then it was awful. Um, so yeah, I've put it in bin it. They didn't have it last year because of the World Cup. Did I, at any stage of last year, think, oh, do you know what? Shame we're not going to Qatar. No. Yes. So therefore, <laughs> I'm putting it in bin it. Um, right, USA. Cota, this one. Oh, it's Which actually is the US Grand Prix. It is. It's definitely the best US track. It's actually a track made for Formula One. I quite like the thing the thing that Herman Tilke had done in terms of stealing the best parts of other tracks. You know, you sort of got Muggets and Beckets in the first yeah. sector. You got the Turkey Turn 8 in the final sector. That start-finish trip with a big hill, that's always good. You can overtake there. It always seems to, you know, provide a good race. The atmosphere is always good as well. Mm. Um... Yeah, do you know what? It's probably one of the better modern Formula One circuits. I want to put it in enjoyable. Uh, I agree. I'm also going to put it um, in enjoyable. I absolutely love the first corner as well, the first turn, because mm. they've got to go up that massive hill, and then it's that like kind of white. Like they could all take different lines into turn one, and it does really depend on how they can then get away. Um, and yeah, it's provided. Not a bad few um, races. And if we're going to America three times, at least this is one of them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put it in an enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. I've also put it in enjoyable. It is good. And, I, yeah, I agree with the Ho and Tilka comment, which is why it confuses me so much how he messed up Abu Dhabi so badly. <laughs> so, he was literally given mm. complete free reign in Abu Dhabi. Like, here's a desert, build a racetrack, and he still messed it up. But Kota is very, very good. Big fan of it. Good, probably the second best race last year, I'd say. Oh, oh, after Silverstone. Mm, Saudi. Mm, was that Brazil? that good last year? I like Brazil. Saudi. Was good. I can't was remember. Leclerc Saudi. and Max battling the DRS chicken stuff. Bahrain nah. was good. Bahrain, yeah, but Bahrain. that's the season opener, so. Yeah, but still, it's always going to be good. Drama. Yeah. Anyway. Um, regardless of that, I've put it in enjoyable, and we all agreed, so enjoyable it is. Right, Mexico. What are we saying about Mexico? Mexico, similar to Zanvolt, to be honest. I actually prefer it as a track to Zanvolt, but it's only there because of Checo. The Stadio, the Stadio, the Stadio, that's what it is. The Stadio. I think, I think in Spanish it is Stadio, so I'm going to stick with Stadio. The Stadio section is brilliant in terms of atmosphere terrible in terms of layout they could be they could do many many better things there um the corners are just weird and clunky obviously it's cool because of the altitude and the long straights and i think the cars reach their fastest speeds on that long straight in mexico but i wouldn't be sad of it left then it's only there because checo's around so i'm gonna put it above zandvoort and take it or leave it didn't we put zandvoort in meh I think I said meh for Zandvoort. Yeah. I think I agreed. Um, I'm putting this also in take it or leave it. Um, I think the fans make it incredible. I absolutely love that stadium section. Um, but yeah, it's it's not really the most exciting. And as well, I know... I know like when you go into turn one and two, like it's very tight. But I really don't like that you could just cut across it to avoid obviously it's good but to avoid the collision but you just cut across it and there's no like consequence for that it's just like oh yeah whatever there's I find that really like, annoying there's Paul Ricard bullards there you have to go around 
Yeah, but they sometimes didn't on like, oh, I can't remember what year it was. Uh, it might have been 21, actually. Um, yeah, I just, it, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I don't hate it. I don't love it. So for me, it's take it or leave it. It's one of those weird tracks where you don't want to start on pole, innit? Like, yeah. third's normally better. But the racing, which is nothing I don't get. The Formula E is always good in Mexico. But, different track, though. It's yeah, different but they don't use the stadium section is so they do, cool but it's just way but better so bad like mm. the, the concept of it's awesome and the podium there is sick after the race yeah. but it's just it kills any momentum in the lap it's awful they're doing all the fans of their disservice mm. where did you guys put so, it i put take it, it or leave it. it oh yeah i agree um i was almost putting it in meh to be honest but it can go and take it or leave it um Right, after Mexico, we have Brazil. Bra- Brazil. The best of the best of the best of the best. I wonder where this one's going to go. It is the Wembley of Formula One. It is the Twickenham of Formula One. It is the, Don't say the Madison Emirates. Square Garden. No, I won't say the Emirates. Okay. It's the Madison Square Garden <laughs> of Formula One. You know, it is the Jupiter of Formula One. It is amazing. It is the best track in Formula One. It's got golden green curbs. It's, it's, it's a very simple track. It's very short, but it's so effective. Overtaking's amazing. The fans are amazing. It always produces good races. The weather is changeable. Um, it's always at the end of the season, so it's always that added jeopardy there. Some of the best races have been there as well. I'm thinking 2008 when Hamilton won it on the last corner. Uh, 2012, Vettel coming back through the field after being spun out on the first lap by Bruno Senna. It is the best. I look forward to it the most at the start of the season. And it always does deliver. You know, last year came, I put it on pole. How random. And also, it's. I think it's been the only track I've seen where sprint races actually work so far. So I'm a massive fan of Brazil, as you could probably tell. Elite, elite, elite. And at the top of elite, the best of the best. Um, I mean, Jay's done such a good job. And I think it's um, <laughs> not Thank really you. a secret where I'm going to put this. And it's in... Elite, a hundred million thousand percent. Oh my god, I love this track with all my heart. Um, the Senna S's, the different coloured curbs, the high speed corners, the incredible last sector when you're going up and then people can also like go into the pit lane so quickly. I find that really sick. The fans, the way people can race there. It is just the best i cannot wait for it every single year now i've got sprint races there even bloody better oh inject it in my veins i love it elite i mean i I have nothing to add (laughs) like i completely agree with both of you it's a fantastic track it really is um you know it's overtaking's possible following it's great it's great there's nothing bad to say about it it is elite very nearly as good as silverstone sure that's what I was going to say. I know Dan's answer, and he's, he has just said it, but Jay, do you think Brazil is better than Silverstone? Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? And this is this is my main argument. It's got elevation. Yeah. Silverstone's very flat. I mean, obviously, it's an old airfield, but <laughs> Brazil, the elevation of it, and I think just like how, I mean, I know in England it does rain a lot, but Brazil, like, it would be <laughs> bone dry, and it would just be pouring about 10 seconds later yeah it's true uh and i mean maybe this is sort of biased because it's at the end of the season but it just has so many moments 
so many yeah. moments. Yeah, it's Brazil for me. Brazil's the the goat of F1 tracks. We've all said this. We all wish it was the season finale. Um, and I'm not going to fight you too hard on the Silverstone Brazil front because they're both they're both brilliant. Mm. Like it'd be like picking a favourite child. It would be impossible. None of us have kids, but it would be impossible. <laughs> um, where do we get to? Brazil, that. US, Las Vegas. Oh, mate. Now this will be interesting. I can't put it in Bennett because I've never seen a race there, but that is the most uninspiring track layout I've probably ever seen. It, It's a NASCAR race, isn't it? It's NASCAR. It's just an oval, pretty much. With a few, like, a nice little chicane. There's a couple of... Uh, obviously, it's in Vegas, so brilliant. You know, cool strip and all of that stuff. But my, my thing is, right, is that if you picked it up and planted it <laughs> in, you know, the middle of Kent, It'd be <laughs> terrible, wouldn't it? And it like, would. that's how I've got to look at it. I can't be looking at it because of you know where it is in terms of city. I've got to look at it as a racetrack and as a, a arena for motorsport. And if it was anywhere else in the world, it'd be terrible. So I'm going to put it in um, Mare only because I haven't seen a race there, and it'd be unfair to put it in Bennett. But I reckon next season when we do this again, I will probably put it in Bennett because I know it's going to be a really boring race. Um, I mean, fair play to you, Jay. I'm putting in Binnett. Um, I'm looking at a rectangle here. It is so boring. I know we haven't seen anyone race there, but it's just because of money and the show that America's actually just going to be putting on. Like, I think all that stuff's going to be pretty sick, but it's also going to be so show busy. And it's it's like what we've gone through with all the other circuits we've always gone on about history and the character and things like that this is a literal rectangle and it's so they can go like oh look they're going past the bellagio and things like that like it's just all about money and i can't see this being an exciting race you might get overtakes because it's a drs zone because it's just straight but i'm just gonna put it straight out and then bid it as well we're going to america three times and this is the penultimate race as well like come off it it's on a Saturday. Or Sunday it morning is on for a us. Saturday. Sunday morning for us, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to judge because we haven't had a race there. But the first thing I, I thought when I saw the track layout this way up, oh my God, there we go, it's focused. When I saw the track layout this way up, I thought of the dog from Family Guy. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought of. Like, it's just the way it sort of beaks out, it's got yeah. a little foot. It's like, it's, wait, there he is. It's just the dog from Family Guy. He is the Las Vegas track. Um, No, but I am optimistic about Las Vegas. It is pure manifestation, but I was going to put it in take it or leave it, but it will go in meh because that's in the middle of the, you know, all the three that we've said. Um, But I have hope. I have hope it'll be a decent race, but my bugbear with it is the same bugbear I have with Miami. If you're a regular F1 fan, you cannot get a ticket because ticket prices Mm. are ridiculous for that race. And it's you know catering to a corporate market rather than the true F1 fans. Indeed. Send us that, but please. It might be brilliant. But yeah, again, but F1, I, I will we will go yeah, if you're we, listening. We will go. <laughs> if uh, the Venetian Hotel can put us up, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, and finally. The friends theme. Yes, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Abu Dhabi. Round 23, here we are. Abby Dabby, Abby Dabby, Abby Dabby, Abby Dabby, Abby Dabby. I'm going to put it and take it or leave it. I actually don't mind it as a track on the calendar. 
I don't think, I mean, it's not the greatest, but I don't think it's awful. I think there's tracks that are worse than it. Um, my bugbear is its positioning on the calendar that is the final race of the year. I mean, it looks spectacular. A twilight race, the cars look great when it, you know, when the sun goes down and the lights come on. You can, oh, can you overtake there? You can kind of overtake there. Ish. Ish. The last sector has been improved. I quite like the sort of bank corner and that little sort of bit before the hotel section is pretty cool. There's like free apexes, free like triple right-hander into a hard breaking zone right-hander. It's not bad. I think it's what Dan was saying earlier that, you know, Herman Tilko could have put anything there and what he did was fairly uninspiring. So, you know what? It's better than Qatar. It's better than uh, Barcelona. So, I think I'll put it in take it or leave it. Yeah, I agree. I was... I felt like take it or leave it in my head sounded a bit harsher, but I am going to put it slap bang in the middle of our categories. Um... It's it's fine, you know, there can be some moments every now and then. I do agree, I think the improvements to the track did help. Um, I have to say I very much like the pit exit because it's something different. Um, <laughs> coming out of like you a tunnel. See the cars. You don't, yeah, I just think it's kind of funky. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's all right. I don't mind it, Yas Marina. Um, It'd be something that I'd say I'd like to go to as a spectator, but um, yeah, it's. It, it, I wish it could have more excitement to an extent as um, you know, finale with places like you know, like we have seen in Brazil. But you know, it's it's good. I I feel like I would be a little bit sad if I did see it leave. Um, but I don't think I'd be devastated. Interesting. I was going to put it in meh because I feel like, wait, is that, yeah, that's the one below take it or leave it, but you've both said take it or leave it. So again, I'm outvoted on that one. But if it wasn't the season finale, if it was in the middle of the calendar, it would not be a race that anyone was hyped about at any oh, point no. of the year. 100%. So for the purely the track alone, it's, it's just not very good. Like it was good 2021 because of the drama, the whole Max Lewis thing and, you know, Latifi good. crashing and then it, blah, it blah, wasn't blah, good blah. until the last lap. But yeah, again, it's like, it's just, still not happy. You can't say that was good. Charles still not happy. Um, no. But, you know, I was going to put it in there. It's in take it or leave it. Oh, right. That's all of them. The scores on the doors. Mm, interested. Do you know what? We've actually done very well. I think you should go from mm, bin it to up. Yeah. All right. In bin it, we have one race. We have Qatar. Wow. Which I think fair is fair enough. enough. Mm -hmm. In meh. The one above. We have Miami, Spain, Zandvoort, so Netherlands, and Las Vegas. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, Two yeah, American tracks, huh? Mm. In Take It or Leave It, we have Australia, Imola, Japan, Mexico, and Abu Dhabi. Japan? That is. Sorry, Jay. That's, that's sinful. That's that far down. Mm, maybe, that should, <laughs> maybe that should be an enjoyable. You guys need to have a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's at the very top. It's at the very top. Um, in enjoyable, we have seven. We have Saudi Arabia, Azerbaijan, Monaco, Canada, Hungary, Singapore, and Kota. God, like, the fact that Singapore's above Japan is, is, is shameful, but they take it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll take it. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, when you look at it like that, it does sound bad. And the winners, the elite, Bahrain, Austria, Silverstone, Spa, Monza, and Brazil. I think we've got that category pretty spot yeah. on. People might disagree about Bahrain and Austria. 
Yeah, I was going to say, here in Bahrain, it does feel weird because you almost wouldn't think it'd be in that calibre to an extent. I, but the only reason I think Bahrain isn't in that calibre is because it's fairly young. Mm. I think in like 20, 30 years' time, we'll be saying Bahrain in that bracket, you know, a lot yeah. more easily because... I always love it. It's such a so, young trap. no regrets. Only memories. That's what who says. Daffy. Do you know Daffy? Do you know, do you know do you <laughs> I know, I've heard of N-dubs, yeah. Nanae! No, 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 no. I still don't know who Dappy is. He, he's the main, or he was one of the main, or he was the main the guy. The Greek guy. The small oh, okay. Guy. And he, oh. he was just to wear like, those weird hats. Anyways. No. Moving on. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, yeah, but that's it. That's it for this episode. It has been quite a long episode, actually. Before we started recording, Jay was pretty confident it'd be short. So, not <laughs> Here quite we happened. Are. Um... Next episode, we're going to do... How can I describe it? A little debate of all things 2023? Did that describe it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a little debate. And do you know what? It'd be great <laughs> if you guys could get involved. And at the end, you can actually rinse us if you think our opinions are awful. Or you can agree with us. And it'd be really good to you know have you on board. We'll have some guests on in future episodes who can get involved with this new idea we've got. But it should be fun. I mean, looking forward to arguing with you guys. <laughs> oh, cheers! <laughs> now nah, we'll be back very soon with that. We'll be back very soon with that. And as we're recording this, it probably won't go out until Wednesday. But we're recording this Tuesday night. Testing that this time tomorrow, we will be going to sleep knowing testings the next morning. That is exciting stuff. Well, I think it is anyway. Yeah, it is. I can't wait. I, can't <laughs> I thought you were going to leave me hanging there. Yeah, no, sorry, no. I was my way there. I cannot wait for testing. It's so good to see Formula One cars back on track. And today's pancake day, so I'm going to eat some pancakes tonight. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to testing. It's exciting to see all the new liveries out on track, seeing if anyone has made vast improvements. I mean, it's always very hard to tell, but it's still exciting. That means that we're so close to the Formula One season starting, which is actually next weekend. Uh, so yeah, very mad. excited. Very, very, very excited to see it back on our screens it is so close thank you very much for listening give us five stars on spotify five stars on itunes and all that good stuff and uh yeah are we what are you laughing at i'm waiting for your iconic uh yeah thank you for listening and um yeah we'll see you all very very soon goodbye <laughs> <laughs>